UpToDate wants to know what you're talking about with family and friends. You can text UTD to 816-601-4777 to tell us. Again, 816-601-4777. This is Up to Date on KCUR 89.3. I'm Steve Kraske. A Catholic anti-abortion law firm known as the Thomas More Society has been fighting for years to uh, restrict uh, abortion here in the United States. One way they're going about that, disputing the results of the 2020 election. And people in this part of the country might be familiar with someone who's closely tied to the Thomas More Society. That's former Kansas Attorney General Phil Klein. Joining us on to talk about this is Megan O'Matz, a reporter for ProPublica. Megan, welcome to Up to Date. Thanks for taking some time with us. Of course. Thank you for having me. You know, tell us about the Thomas More Society, Megan. What is it and how is it going about fighting for restrictions on abortions? Well, the Thomas More Society is a nonprofit law firm based in Chicago. It's led mostly by Catholics, and its main mission is outlawing all abortions. It's been working for decades on this mission. It got its start really representing um folks who were uh, protesting outside of abortion clinics by uh, sometimes very aggressive tactics, including blockades. Um, it particularly represented one of the organizers of uh, these kinds of folks um, who advocated for more aggressive measures rather than just writing to your congressman or uh, lobbying, but to actually physically uh, confront women in front of um, abortion clinics. So, um, it, it was successful in a decades-long battle uh, that went to the Supreme Court. Um, and so from that, it built a really thriving, uh, again, law practice. It's hmm. a nonprofit, though, uh, in which it uh, helps protect um, uh, abortion uh, protesters. Well, given all that, why haven't we heard more about this organization in the media? Well, um, that, that's, a, that's a good question. I mean, they're not one of the major... Uh, I guess, legal rights groups for the protesters. They've been a mid-level player, if you will. Um, certainly, uh, once you look for their name, you'll find it. <laughs> um, but yes, it's not really certainly a, a household uh, name. So I was particularly interested in why an anti-abortion group had uh, was getting into the um, election. They call it the election integrity space. Hmm. Well, former Kansas Attorney General Phil Klein is one of the strategists for the Thomas More Society. What is his role in all of this, Megan? Well, Phil Klein has a long history with the Thomas More Society. Back when Phil Klein was um, facing ethical um, in investigation for regarding his law license back in uh, Kansas, back, back in about 2010, um, the Thomas More Society's president, Tom Brecka, was a big supporter of Phil Klein's. He stood by him through uh, throughout the proceedings. He uh, presumably gave him uh, legal advice. And then the Thomas More Society later underwrote Phil Klein's challenge of the um, a suspension of his law license before the U.S. Supreme Court, which declined to take that up. So Phil Klein still does not have his law license reinstated. Well, KCUR Sam Zeff is also uh, still in the studio here with us. And Sam, you spent years covering Phil Klein. For those who don't know, 
What should listeners understand about Klein from his time as Kansas Attorney General and Johnson County District Attorney, for that matter, among other positions that he held? Yeah, Phil Klein, who spells Phil with two L's, by the way. We called him Uh, 2L in the the legislature, yeah. He has always been a darling of conservatives Mm -hmm. in Kansas, mostly because of his anti-abortion views. Uh, If he was a darling of the uh, right, he was a lightning rod from the left. Controversial, really, since the time he started uh, in the Kansas legislature. He uh, then goes on, uh, tries to, he wants to run for Congress. He doesn't win, uh, eventually gets uh, a, a elected attorney general uh, in Kansas and immediately uh, starts to go after uh, abortion clinics in the state, charges George Tiller, the abortion doctor. Uh, in Wichita, later assassinated uh, with misdemeanors. This works its way through the courts. Uh, it's wildly controversial. And when Phil Klein runs for re-election, uh, Paul Morrison, who was the uh, the district attorney in uh, in Johnson County, elected as a Republican, switches parties to run against him as a Democrat. In the election, Phil Klein gets pasted. But because he is a darling of the right, uh, they're going to take care of him. The Republican Central Committee in Johnson County, now they get to make the decision because Morrison was elected Johnson County DA as a Republican. They get to choose his successor when he goes to Topeka to be AG. Uh, they put Phil Klein in uh, to uh, become district attorney. The uh, He continues these investigations against abortion clinics. Uh, and uh, as Megan said, the rest is sort of history after that. Uh, two uh, stories, investigations that I conducted uh, uh, into Phil Klein. Uh, when he was first uh, elected attorney general, he hired his nephew to be his driver, although he said it was a big surprise to him. Uh, nepotism is something that we don't take, we don't uh, particularly cotton to here. Uh, it's un- unlike my time in Pennsylvania where everybody hired their kids and their spouses. Uh, but uh, what it turned out that the uh, Phil Klein's driver uh, also had two DUIs and the Associated Press hmm. uncovered uh, that he also had a uh, he had a marijuana uh, bust. Then when he became district attorney, we started to get tips almost immediately uh, about two things. One, Phil Klein did not live in Johnson County, despite the law that required him to do so. Uh, and he wasn't coming to work. Uh, We investigated both of those, uh, found that uh, he had rented an apartment above a garage on 199th Street in Stillwell. Uh, We staked that out uh, day after day after day after day after day, night after night after night after night. Uh, He never uh, came to that apartment. Uh, We found him uh, repeatedly at his house in uh, in Topeka, uh, even though he had changed his uh, voter registration. Also, we found that uh, he wasn't uh, he wasn't parking his car. Uh, in a secured lot. We uh, had to sue to get that information from the Johnson County Sheriff. Uh, And uh, to this day, I will still occasionally uh, get a social media poke from uh, some conservative reminding me of the investigations into Phil Klein. Tell us about Klein's history on abortion as an issue, Sam. That's always been really his core issue here, right? That's his calling card. uh, And that is why uh, Phil Klein will always be taken care of. Lost the attorney general's race. They gave him the Johnson County District Attorney's job, even though he wasn't a prosecutor. Uh, You know, the attorney general prosecutes a handful of cases, uh, but he wasn't a criminal lawyer uh, coming up. He was a corporate lawyer. Uh, He loses, you know, his uh, he loses his 
uh, uh, race for district attorney. Uh, they find him a job at Liberty University. Uh, they paid, as uh, Megan said, uh, you know, for him to try to appeal uh, all the way up to the United States Supreme Court to get his law license back. Uh, uh, Anti-abortion investigations was his calling card. Uh, and up until this point, uh, it's, uh, it's served him well. He will uh, never, never uh, go without a job. We'll be back in just a minute. So, Megan, let's swing back to you here. What do the lawyers over at the Thomas More Society have to gain by, you know, disputing the 2020 election here exactly? Well, as I understand it, they see a clear link between um, making uh, elections more advantageous, if you will, to their pro-life candidates. So they want, they're saying that they want a level playing field. They are, you know, without any evidence saying that Democrats will try to um, engineer the elections in their favor. So they have made it very clear that they are tying the abortion uh, anti-abortion effort to uh, to elections. Um, you know, they they have a. I found an editorial that uh, one of their attorneys out of Minnesota wrote, where basically he said that uh, the pro-life struggle after the uh, overturning of Roe v. Wade will now balloon to 50 battlefields in every state, and it's incumbent on pro-life fighters to become experts in state election laws. Um, so they are going about uh, really making somewhat of a nuisance of themselves, uh, challenging every little bit of um, election law, election regulations throughout the key battleground states in particular. You know, in your article, Megan, you say that Thomas More helped fuel skepticism over President Joe Biden's victory in the 2020 election over former President Donald Trump. How did they go about doing that? Well, it was just uh, their repeated assertions that the elections were not fair, that um, they particularly were <laughs> upset about these um, uh, grants that a nonprofit out of Chicago and funded largely by Mark Zuckerberg gave to election offices um, in, uh, in many, many states. There were millions of dollars to help clerks um, deal with the pandemic to carry out a safe election. But the Thomas More Society and Phil Klein and their attorneys basically argued that this was um, somehow unfairly encouraging turnout by Democrats. And they have sued over that repeatedly in many, many states without any kind of real victory at all. But, you know, they have so doubt because this is all in the press in, you know, many, many states about um, there's something wrong with these grants, that they, it, there was something wrong, you know, with the election, that it favored the Democrats. How will you be following the Thomas More Society moving forward? I mean, what do you think their strategy is for the long term here? Oh, well, they're not giving up. And um, we believe experts have told us that their tactics here mirror their approach in um, fighting abortion. And that's, you know, play the long game, never give up. Even if you lose in one court, you just try another court, you, you know, change the complaint a little bit, file it again. I mean, you, you know, a loss is not a loss. You are looking long term and look what happened with Roe v. Wade. It was overturned. Um, how did you come across this story to begin with? Well, I'm based in Milwaukee, and they were very, very active here in Wisconsin, uh, again, challenging uh, the election. Um, uh, Joe Biden won here, and they um, helped you know, file all kinds of 
uh, lawsuits and uh, challenges with our Wisconsin Elections Commission over this. Um, and it just, it, it made me very curious about why is this anti-abortion group getting in the middle of this? What it, you know, it seemed, you know, obviously clearly tied to abortion, but I found that other uh, anti-abortion groups are also getting involved in this. There's an election integrity group that's connected to the Susan B. Anthony um, uh, outfit as well that is also working on, uh, quote, election integrity. Sam Zeff, uh, pretty amazing. We're still talking about too well Phil Klein all these years later, isn't it? It is. You know, uh, I was just thinking that when I was reading uh, Megan's piece, and Megan, congratulations, it was a terrific story. Uh, and I kept thinking, how is it that Phil Klein keeps showing up in my life? Uh, and there <laughs> he was. Uh, Megan, can I ask, uh, was there an aha moment for you when uh, when you said to yourself, uh, who is this Phil Klein, and I have to do some more on him? What, 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 can you, was there a moment like that? Um, actually, I've had many conversations with him, and he's now, and he's um, quite, quite charming, and uh, you know, very he polite. Yeah. He was very gracious to me, you know, talking with me. The Thomas More Society, uh, you know, they gave me some of their uh, highlights of of their accomplishments, what they consider their accomplishments, but they, you know, did not entertain and. Uh, and an interview, whereas, you know, Phil did, Phil with two L's did. Well, that's Megan O'Matz, again, a reporter for ProPublica. You can find her story on the ProPublica website. Sam, Sam Zeff from KCUR also joined us. Thank you both for the good conversation. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Up to Date is produced by Zach Wilson, Reginald David, Elizabeth Ruiz, Zach Perez, and Hannah Cole. Our intern is Claudia Brancart. Our announcer and engineer is Paul Nakatura. Our theme music is composed and performed by the great Bobby Watson. I'm Steve Kraske. Thanks for listening.